Welcome to the Trash Cats Trash Cast. I'm Richard. I'm Steven. And today we're freestyling, and uh, I guess we just hop right on into it, huh? I guess so. How's your week been, brother? It hasn't been long since we recorded. Uh, feeling better since the last time. Still kind of feel like shit. My brain's mushy, squishy. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. But working them wrinkles out. Yeah, I just this is one of these ones where like, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but I don't know what's gonna come out of my mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that a hundred percent. I might say some real dumb shit that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it could go a lot of different ways tonight. <laughs> How about you? What's going on? Um, I am doing good. Um, definitely. Uh, I'm. I'm. Mentally exhausted a little bit. We got a lot of shit done uh, today in a very short amount of time at work. So um, proud of myself on that. And I was able to take a little break and recharge after work and before recording. So I feel a little bit better. Um, I've been drawing more um, because I have a I have less like home DIY shit that I feel like doing right now or that I have like plans for right now. So. I I still feel like I have time to make stuff, so I've been fucking around with a sketchbook, and um, I sent you uh, just a couple minutes ago. I sent you the thing I drew yesterday that like actually is turning into something that like okay, finally I have something that's not just a doodle that I want to do something with, and I have some ideas on that. Um, I have one project that I want to do. I've wanted to do for a while and I was hoping we could like collab on it a little bit. Um, we've talked about doing something, something like that for a long time. Let's and, uh, I remember one time, um, do you remember we sat down at your, it was, I think it was actually your parents' house in uh, in Cincy and, and we, uh, we were like jotting down on a thing of Bristol board and like, kind of like thumbnailing out what would be like a mural ish picture of like different weird shit that both of us were into it sounds vaguely familiar it was a long time ago yeah and there was like clowns and like (laughs) naked women and um like gore and all kinds of shit like that sounds fantastic right i I feel like (laughs) i feel like our tastes are basically around the same um but i feel like i um, so I want I want something classy, um, okay. So, uh, some, something for over my uh, my headboard. Well, then you've came to the right person. <laughs> <laughs> I have a space I'm trying to fill. It's about uh, it's like sixty inches by uh, twenty four inches. Okay, is this on the wall or part of a frame, like a bed frame? Like it, oh, what, on the wall, on the wall. Is it this a uh, horizontal rectangular space? Yes, long, long horizontal um, thing. And I've thought about a couple different ways I could do it. It could all be one piece. the The actual size of it doesn't matter because I I can make a frame for it. Um, if it's you know off uh, in in a way, or to do like five you know smaller pieces that like sit by side by side um and then it doesn't have to be like a landscape it can be five different things with a within a theme 
And I'm not sure which direction I want to go with that yet. There's a piece at the Cincinnati Art Museum that I, for the life of me, will never remember the name of because uh-huh. the painting itself is just fine. Like it's just a, <laughs> it's just a normal whatever landscape. It's really not that special, but it's in it's in a frame that, in my opinion, is a million dollar frame. Like it's definitely an expensive frame, but it is mm-hmm. like the perfect frame for a landscape and it's it's a big oval horizontal oval right Mm -hmm. and it has like eight inches of depth in the crowning oh god yeah so the landscape is like inset almost like it's inside an eyeball so it adds it adds so much depth and it's a painting that's probably six feet across so the frame adds like an extra foot all the way around the border and it gives it this incredible depth. Uh, it might depend on what your your headboard shape is like. Um, it's, it's very rectangular. Just yeah. flat on the top and plain in the front and there's like it's it's like a a storage kind of thing so there's like shelves on the side. I feel like like triptychs when you have the the three um, planes that are part of one piece. You yeah, know? I, I love triptychs. Anything over three, unless it's an intentionally exaggerated thing, it loses it, in my opinion. It's actually it's funny you said that because that was the first uh, thumbnail I kind of came up with was was something along that line, and it was. It felt very landscapey in a way that I didn't want. I want, of course, it's going to be the the orientation of landscape, but I was trying to make it not feel like a landscape. I guess I don't know. I don't know how I how I even mean by that. How to describe that further? Because I want more, al- al- if you almost think like collage ish elements to it. Um, I I think of a landscape as zoomed out. Because you have mm. the, or else if there's no negative space between the foreground and background, it, it's a flat surface. So landscapes like zoomed out. So you you're going for something more scoped in. Yeah, maybe so. Even um, if it's collagey, it's there's no front and back the same way. Yeah, that's that's. I was even like trying to like. I don't know. I feel like I, for that reason, I feel like I'm aiming more at the um, more and more toward the like five individual pieces. The, I, the horizontal, the, and they stack uh, uh, next to beside each other. Yeah, uh, vertical pieces. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the, 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 yeah, they're right like next to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they wouldn't be like connected. Five's they could be arranged many. in any order or whatever. Five's too many. So uh, the way I see it is if I have – maybe you're right. Maybe I'm thinking – I wanted an odd number because four might work. I think I have four like 70 – I, I have like 72 <laughs> – I have 72 inches of space to use. Three. Just three? Three is always the number. Of 72 or of, of vertical-oriented images? 72 is prime, right? Is that by three – 20, 
24, 24, a couple inches in between, whatever. It'd be like 22, 22, 22, two inches. But then how tall are these pieces? 24 uh, is like how tall I was trying to make that. Or 20, between 20 and 24 was how tall I was. How access to? I have more than that, but like for aesthetic of like other pieces I have hanging up in the room, it makes more sense if it's... Let's just say, for instance, you had six feet from the top of your headboard to the ceiling, right? Okay. Now, if you were putting one piece centered in the middle, let's say that piece is one of the old crucifixion paintings, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the top of your baseboard is Jesus, his dead floppy feet. Right. And let's say it's a real big painting. So, like, the crucifix stretches to the ceiling, right? That's, like, really tall. Yeah. So, if you wanted a triptych, you could either do three next to each other, like we were saying, and doing, like, the 24... You know, like two feet tall. They're all two feet tall. Yeah. Or you could do something really interesting where you have like, and maybe they don't have to be perfect rectangular shapes, but you do like one that's either have both of them 24 inches tall or on the edges or like a 26 and a 22. And then you make the center like exaggeratedly tall. Okay, I Dep- like that, actually. De- depending on what the piece is, because it would look like you have this, like, like a almost like a stained glass window on, on the top of your bed frame, like, mm-hmm. spanning towards the ceiling. Now, that's the other thing, is, like, depending on what it is, that, that's going to change a lot of shit, It too. changes everything. This so, is all wild speculation on yeah. the markets right now. <laughs> <laughs> so... Who's it for? Is it for you? I mean, it's, it's going for on me. your bed. It's for it's yeah. So it's it's going over my bed. Well, it's let's, something that I'll see every day, and hopefully, you know, other people will see. All right, that's occasionally. The, so, but that's the thing, though, because there's no vert sexual nature to this piece, right? right? Just by it being in the bedroom. Yeah, even if no one ever were, it, it was a closed bedroom in a construction zone, right? Yeah. But if it was over the bed. Everyone knows what you put there matters a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, that changes how. Have you seen, uh, or uh, I feel like you have, uh, Seven? Oh, boy. It's been a long time, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a fun one. But, uh, the, the neon room where I think he, I think it's a cross neon light. It's like a, like the room's just like bland, dark colors. And then there's the bright neon light of the cross above mm-hmm. his bed or some shit yeah. and it's so fucking bold like it instead of a triptych if you did one really crazy bold piece like it's a statement piece if you do a triptych or something more complicated it's much more elegant but if you put a i mean both could be in their own right but if you put a bunch of like crazy gore in a triptych mm-hmm it affects who wants to be in that room. Quite right, quickly. exactly. So and that's that's part of like, I don't want it to be like gore and shit. I, I, it's more of like, I was even debating on like, because there's, a, I mean, you know this, you have to, you know, you, you're, you, you go through it probably every time you make a piece, the fine line between like 
this is brutal or this is like edgy, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I used to like the edgy. I, I don't give a fuck about it anymore. It's like this is, you know, like it's it's less for shock value, more of like an aesthetic that I like. So the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The image I just sent you um is is the idea in my head was like and it's it like I said, I'm not, I don't see this as being part of this at all, but it's like a lich. And it's like, you know, it's growing or, you know, there's like an oak tree that's holding its corpse up and together. Um, and it's there's... The, it's designed really well. Thank you. It would not... It still doesn't fit the category of over the bed. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. I, I, don't, I don't envision this at all being part of it. But it's like stuff like that where it's like, I like... I like themes like that. I like... Like here's a list of themes I like that that's the thing because you said it's very personal. I want it to be, you know, be representative of me. Re- it's in my my sleeping space. Yeah, real quick, let me just yeah. before we get into the themes, let me run if you were doing the the lish tree, the tree going up the rib cage, if you were doing that, let's just say for instance, if that were to be a triptych, the most elegant way to design that in my opinion would to be to have the branches, like to have the whole skeleton inside the center frame and for it to go really tall. And then in the side frames, to have the branches of the trees edging in from the center and then to have like the almost the entire rest of the frames of the two side pieces to be like corpses hanging from nooses. Shit. Like the, yeah, like the bones in the trees. So it like by themselves, the two outermost pieces of the triptych are like meaningless. Like they don't compositionally make sense. But when they're placed by the third, With they all that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. No, that that's cool. It, even like I was thinking, like I liked kind of building this character and this this design, and I like I almost look at it like um. Reminds me somewhat of like tarot art, like not there's so, that means so much because there's so many different decks with so many so many different illustrations. Yeah. But, but it, it reminds me of like a style of uh, it's like a floating thing. Yeah, even like the the oak tree is like uprooted and shit. Yeah. So it's like um, it's just in a space. The old um, tarot, I, I don't know tarot, tarot, whatever. Uh, they're almost like the old school version of a painting in a graphic design style Mm -hmm. because everything fits there. You know, there's less of the broken up spaces. Every, the tree is floating. You have, uh, writing elements that frame things. It's all designed out like a playing card really well. So I, I had a couple ideas of what to do with him. I was thinking either, um, for Christmas, I was gifted, um, well, well, go, go back to your ideas. Well, okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like the, the things that, so like themes that like fit me and fit things that I like are like, <laughs> I like, I like D and D and shit and like, like woodworking and like craft building shit. And 
like I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm trying to like I'm trying to piece things together in my head that like things that I like I associate with aesthetically that aren't. I don't know. Or space. Space is the probably the one that's like that's a uh, a really simple one to come together. But like creating an image that represents space to me is so. It never turns out the way I want it to because it's the 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 idea of space is already it's so beautiful as is. It would right. be easier just to get a print to represent that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me spit a couple things at okay. you. Okay. First off, mm-hmm. you need to start drawing more. Yeah, absolutely, I do. Because you're you're way more talented with it naturally than I am. Like you're you're. You're really good at anatomy. You could be doing some killer shit. Now that you have the time, you got to go in. That said, you need to stop drawing. (laughs) (laughs) And you need to start drawing on a tablet and work digitally. Yeah, I I have one now. I need to. You need to just start digitally painting. The problem is to use it, I have to pull my laptop out because I can't use my monitor and this thing at the same time. Uh, who cares? It's it's one of those. Yeah, I know. So it's it's just a pain in the ass to do that. You need to every day. Yeah. To start doodling cartoons and shit. Because if you painted even even the the lish the tree, at, the things you're gonna be able to do with that, like you're naturally gifted with anatomy and and figure drawing. What you'll be able to do digitally will will you'll be surprised at how it far surpasses what you're able to do on paper because I've, I've been thinking about it a lot yeah um all right so i see it, let's say all right you like crafts and stuff you're, you're trying to figure out what's beautiful to you that fits your space but so, also doesn't exclude people from your space right sharing that space so, so like the, the the crafting kind of thing like i pictured more like architectural drawings like i don't know like uh i don't know like I, okay. I, not that's that's a bad way to describe how i'm seeing it in my head like blueprint ish type all right work. what about i don't know i i have i have ideas for both things all right the I, just let me also say i'm i'm spitting ideas out i'm not happy with any of them so. right. <laughs> socialism right the ha- <laughs> okay, yeah the hammer and the sickle right mm-hmm powerful iconic right yeah put that over my bed that's not your vibe right but that's the same like power in imagery like of the don't tread on me snake over the glowing cross and seven like that's like instant you see it and it's it's just powerful clear imagery it doesn't have to have the meaning but when i think of um like the type of thing let's say you're a you're a craftsman who creates uh like you y- you make custom hand uh fucking wood crafted guns and shit like that you mm. build shit with your hands all your life like if that guy was also really into fine art and he wanted tasteful to put he wanted to put something tasteful above his bed frame he would have like a f- uh a nice soft big hand drawn drawing of like his tools Mm. or it's not the hammer and the sickle but it's that same like 
instant imagery. Like, this is what I do my craft with. This is, like, what I find meaning and purpose. This is what I do with my hand. Like, that that basic... It's, like, a, a kind of a, a basic vibe, but it's, like, strong, you know? I could just... Um, I could make mounts on the wall and hang my kitchen knives above yep (laughs) (laughs) no but let's let's say it really was uh like instead of it being like a beautiful big like if you're just doing something like this like a singular thing you want like a a a bigger canvas that's tall and wide instead of the triptych you just have a big canvas very tall or it has to be long on one side or the other either Mm horizontal but for this it sounds vertical to me yeah because vertical is bolder uh and it would be like in st- maybe some element of food stuff but it would just be your tools you know like something that represents because you're choosing what's beautiful to you or what gives you purpose or calm in your space so there, that there's like that kind of clear strong imagery or or you go elegant so like let's say it's with space right Mm -hmm. or or, i I don't know element or more graphic but like you have a crazy portrait not thinking like brains getting blown out but like you have uh (laughs) you have someone's portrait like this is this sounds so cheesy but i know you'll know the vibe i'm getting picture uh What's the artist you love that does the fish puzzle shit, Infinite Stairwell? Oh, uh, Escher. All right. Imagine Escher-style-esque. It's one of Escher's guys putting, like, a pencil to his head, pondering an equation. And, like, his brain is exploding out. But instead of the brain matter, it's the space shit he's thinking about. Right? Yeah. That'd be like modern ass year. That's cheesy as fuck. Right? Yeah, you but, could buy that on Etsy today. Yes, yes, but that would be the type. Yeah, of, I know, I know what you're, I know what you're saying though. Yeah. So it's like you either go like the graphic, creative, more eleganty, like thoughty thing, or you do the powerful, clear, soft because it can't be sharp or too visceral. You know what I mean? What are your thoughts on? It being a three-dimensional piece. I love three-dimensional. That's why I think, like, if you it's had high a, enough that, like, you're, ne- you know, it's you're never gonna hit your head on it. My headboard's high enough to pre- prevent that, anyways. You're not unless you fucking stand up or you sit on top of the headboard. It wouldn't be an issue. You mount a ten-point buck on that wall like a real <laughs> man. <laughs> Um, that's why the first thing I brought up was that that massively inset uh inlaid frame on on a big bold landscape like it something with that three D dimension element is like a plus if you do something with depth it's just way more either work or money it's one of the two I'm really you know I'm I'm liking more and more the idea of the um. The three vertical pieces, the the one in the middle being a larger. It's the piece. way to go. It might I think need that to is be cool, and it's like might it, need to be I, thicker too, depending. It might need to be what? 
wider. Oh, that's that's yeah. what I was planning. Yeah. That's how I envisioned it. That's um, what I'm, I'm doing with my my back tattoo. The um, the idea. I think that also fits my art style more because a lot of what I do is more like I don't know people. I like more portrait style drawing. That's usually what I end up doing. Not like portrait. I mean, you know, like portrait by orientation is what I what I mean. Sure. Um, so I can fit. I don't know. I guess I I just have to play with the idea with that space a little bit. You know what? I, that made me picture right away is I I picture this being like even if it was like maybe not as obvious as like your chef's hat, but like. <laughs> your bag of stuff for work with your cat. Like my cat's another one that I've, I thought about standing on your bag, you know, and it, like something yeah. where like, if it was a big uh, rectangular thing, it's like a ton of negative space and you have like your, your tools and then you have your cat in the corner of it, like standing on your <laughs> shit, like you making you late for work type of vibe. Here's one of the ones that I was I was thinking about is um like the like an old style like French piece of a um like a nude model kind of thing where they're like lounged across a chaise lounge or something. Um that's just, going full elegance. But but in, but instead of that, it's my cat. Oh, Yep. In the same pose. Yep, you should do that. 50-50 <laughs> on the women that attracts or repels. <laughs> the thing is, is the ones it attracts are the good ones. They're the ones you want to keep around anyway. <laughs> it's basically having a Rorschach test to get into your bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, not just to get in, but whether they stay. <laughs> yeah, they have to pass the litmus test. <laughs> That was that wasn't I was saving that one for later. I wanted to across other ideas <laughs> before we got to that because I, I do th- I think it would be very funny, but that would also mean that I have to replicate the that style and that it's because I, I feel like otherwise it wouldn't look it wouldn't have the proper aesthetic if it wasn't in yeah. that style. Sure. So. To do like that's that's very difficult for me. That's um, I mean I, t- I guess technically I could do it with like watercolor. Maybe because I'm not buying a bunch of paint. I know that for goddamn sure. Maybe charcoal. Yeah, charcoal could work. I do have charcoal. Did I show you what Sarah's big gift for Christmas was for me? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> okay, I open I open the wrapping and I can. T- it's a it's a. Fairly nice frame, right? Glass frame, but it's mm-hmm. like over four feet by, you know, three feet or whatever. Like a relatively expensive looking frame. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. She got me a frame, like a nice frame to put my art in, right? Yeah. I finished taking off the wrapping and <laughs> it's a print from the Seinfeld episode where George is in his boxers posing for sexy photos for Kramer. Oh, you did. I have seen that, actually. (laughs) The art of seduction. (laughs) The art of seduction. (laughs) 
Dude, it's like four by three feet. I have no idea where to put it, but it's so fucking funny. That goes over your head, uh, over your headboard. Yes, that's what I'm getting to. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I I enjoy designing spaces a lot. I just never fucking do. Yeah, I realized I I had a lot of fun putting together the. Um, kind of aesthetic that I wanted in each room of my apartment or my, my, my house here. Um, I always it's, say my apartment because it's, it's a split, split level. It's um, been really fun to watch you do that, but I, uh, I've secretly been waiting for you to say what you said today. What, what's that? That you need to, to get to the drawing. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, like I haven't, I haven't done like drawing shit in, in years. It's been literally like since, yeah, yeah. It's time. It's time. It's time. This is the first time you've had a chance. It's the first time I've had a chance, and it's the first time I've been inspired to actually start doing it. Like I've, I feel creative now, and I feel like doing shit. And you know, using a pencil, I I feel like it's it's come very naturally back to me. It's just like I feel inspired to do it, but I don't feel I haven't. It's finding inspiration on things to draw. And that's always the problem, right? It's like finding ideas to draw that you want to put down on paper. I, and then having them turn out in a way that you continue to work on it. Yeah. I hear that's the problem. I never have that. But I, I have different a different set of problems. But I think once you get into... I think you get into the groove... With your traditional stuff, you stay with with the pencil, maybe fuck around with some charcoals, or whatever, and then like a month, thirty to sixty days in, you need to hard switch digital because you can always go right back to the uh, physical, but you need you need to get in inspired by doing some digital stuff now, so you continue the momentum with it. What I'm what I'm holding off for on the digital right now is I'm I'm thinking what I want to do is um I I need to get a new computer anyways um get a new computer here to p- replace my laptop for up up here in this space and then in my my office like where I have like my drafting table and shit set up um, move my laptop down there and use that for drawing. I can atta- hook up my my tablet to that and like. It sounds dope, but that's all kind of bullshit, right? Like, if if to if tonight you someone offered you a thousand bucks or you really wanted to draw something, and the only way you could do it is on that tablet, you would be doing it tonight. Right. No, that's true. Um, and I, it's not that I'm I because I, I plan on getting a computer by this summer. So, so if you're I gonna wait till the summer, yeah. What, what? What kind of motivation? What kind of inspiration? Because is I'm that? having fun with pen and paper, or you know, pencil and paper right now. You're gonna get stuck. And I'm not gonna get you'll, stuck. You'll put away the papers because the, every the time the papers all crumble. The thing I, the thing I, every time I draw a thing now, I think about what I could be doing with a tablet instead, and how much okay. easier it would be to finish it. So yeah. I think that working more with a pencil is going to 
inspire me more to get a tablet because that's all it's done for me so far. I, I think that's or get, fine. not to get, to get a tablet, but to get in, you know, yeah. uh, get that set up so I can do that. But don't, because if it's, if it's inconvenient, it, if it's inconvenient to, um, like move around my shit and like unplug a bunch of shit so that I can plug that in, it's not going to be, I'm not going to do it. I just won't do it. It sounds just like you just need a tablet. I have the tablet, you know, like a iPad, oh. tablet, some shit. Like I mean, maybe I have a I have a, a decent. But dude, if if you you have to at least play, you can't spend money trying to get the setup right without knowing you like it. Well, like, I know. Well, the thing is, I know I need the computer anyways. So it's yeah, not like I'm yeah, getting I a know, computer but, just for that. Yeah, I know, but then that makes it like why. If I, I I'll I'll put it this way, if I'm motivated to try something new or like to make an idea, I'm never gonna be motivated for something three months away. Like if I don't give a fuck about it now, I'm de- I don't give a fuck about it three months from now. And that's and that's part of my thing too. Is sometimes that's true and sometimes it's not. Sometimes I'll invest a bunch of money into a, uh, a new hobby. Like it's like hyperfixation where it's like, oh, I want to, I want to fuck with this, I want to do this, I want to do this, and then I lose interest in it. Yeah. And then, regardless of whether I'm doing it or not, I lose interest in it. And sure. it's like now I want to do something else. But art's different. Art is different because you're if, not doing this for a hobby. Even if you don't know that, that's not why you're doing it. You're you're dissatisfied. <laughs> Well, I mean, I feel like I'm doing, regardless of whether I'm not doing it for a hobby, I'm doing it for me because I'm definitely yeah. not selling the shit. Well, and even yeah. and even if I got to a point where I felt like I had the, the time to take commission kind of shit and I then I also had people that would request it. Why like, are you thinking about that? I, well, because you're saying I'm not doing it for a hobby and I'm giving, I'm giving examples of yeah, how but- it wouldn't be for a hobby. Why does that come to your mind, though? Because I, I felt like that's where you were going with it. Okay, fair, fair enough. No, I I think this isn't something you're going to be doing for, like, fun. Like, th- this is what you've you've been supposed to be doing that you, you have to do. It's a stress release for me. That's it's if, a, if it's that's a type what, of it's a type of therapy. That's the way I see. Yeah, if that if that's creating the, the role or need it fulfills for you, that's that's fine. But I, I, or I, I'm not saying that's fine. That's that that's great. That is what it is. But I think it's whether you feel that way or not, you feeling motivated to to fuck with it right now is you feeling that you need to be doing it for some reason, right? And I think let's say, let's say you really do just kind of take your like you start playing with pencils and you kind of kind of get back into the flow and you follow through with getting it the digital setup and you it goes great. A year from now you're doing shit all the time. You're in a flow state with it. You learn new shit. Like that's awesome. Most most people most of the time it won't go that way in the sense like if you don't capitalize on that inspiration now you're not going to so i figure even if i'm wrong like somebody somebody close 
to someone in those situations has to tell you that you just have to do it now. Yeah. Because most, I mean, that's, it's definitely the truth for myself. If, but I, I don't, I can't see anything three months from now. There's, there's no fucking way. Now here's also part of my problem is, um, come end of April, I will be working a lot more. Like I'll be working about tw- uh, a, a double the hours that I'm working right now. I won't have time to do right, more gonna, than. So I'm going to so, be let, a dick. I'm gonna, no, why well, the fuck I, are you thinking about work? Because that the amount that I work cuts off the amount that I'm able to spend time on sure, doing but, other shit. All right, so that, hold on, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So it's bad. It is not bad. It's it it's bad. totally fine and it's it's, it's normal. Um, so. I'm already in my head. I'm preparing for this because I know it's going to happen. It happens all the time. It happens every time I get started on projects and stuff. And then I get into a a new place or get into a new role. That's busier. Um, I get focused on work. So my, our work is hyper seasonal. So it's like from May until like mid to late September, but I'm going to be working hella, but I'm not going to be, you if you were in the zone, you're inspired, and you care about it, you will find the time. Right, right. I, I'm not saying that I'm not going to. What I'm saying is I will have less time to dedicate to it. So, so Less what, time that I feel motivated to do it. Well, yeah, but, I mean, are, so do you push off starting? No. I'm just saying that what what my, my thought process is on this is that get through – this summer where I'm not going to have a whole lot of time to do it anyways. I, I'll continue to draw on paper and, and fuck around with it. If I end up getting a, you know, a, you know, I don't have money to get a, a computer by, you know, midsummer anyway. But if, if once I get that set up, I'll play with the tablet. Then, but then I can dive headfirst into it come the end of the, end of the why, busy season. Why the fuck did you get the tablet? I got it for my niece. Actually. Oh, I, I do. Remember or actually, that. I didn't even get it for her. She get, had it already. She had just, it as some from someone else. She gave it to me. Just dip your toe in the fucking. Just play. You don't have to commit. I know, but then it's it's just it's not about. It's not that I'm like afraid to set it up. I'm just too lazy to fucking plug it in that's and get I'm it saying. set up. That's what I'm saying, though. Oh, just, just I mean, kind of. That's what I'm saying. Like, just like do it. Because once you do, you're you're gonna you're either gonna feed off that momentum, or you're gonna feel like it it is or isn't for you. But how how could you like push that off? Like, months? I mean, it's not like I haven't used a tablet setup before. Yeah, but this is this is the first one I've ever had that had a screen on it. But I haven't heard you say you're like inspired to like draw and make shit in a while. And now you're pushing me. No, I'm saying if you feel that, you have to do it. I'm yeah, and I'm doing it. I'm literally doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but do it different. Do it more. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm having I'm having fun the way I'm the way I'm doing it right now. Um, and the minute That's it stops becoming as fun, then I have an option. Yeah. Just don't li- don't lose your momentum. Though. I'm not gonna Fuck lose work. my momentum this time. Fuck work. This is the first. This is the first job I've ever had where I have. I feel like I have a personal life. I have social time. 
I can be my own person that's not just the chef at whatever fucking place I'm working at. Yeah. I'm I'm a bit on the opposite end of the spectrum with that right now and it's very frustrating. I wanna we can post this on the uh Instagram later, but here is the image I've been fucking with right now. That is classy shit. Imagine that over a bed. It's a I'd cat on the it. couch. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That would be wonderful. Yeah, dude. The other end of that, the work spectrum, it's garbage, man. And I I don't... Yeah. I'm honestly, the time part has been a problem for me lately, but it's more... Um, uh, I always find the time. I... Uh, the app, like, the apathy is the, the thing lately. Yeah. I, I've caught myself on the way home, on the way to and from work today, um, just while I'm driving, just focusing on like, like what, what I want to do, like with this fucking, you know, lich dude and like what, what I can turn it into and what medium I want to use. And like, is it mm-hmm. going to be charcoal? Is it going to be oil pastel? Is it going to be like a, I could do like a, um like a paper cut kind of thing where it's like cut it out of white paper and put it on, you know, paste it on black paper Yeah, for like high contrast kind of shit. Yeah. Um, You could even get 3d out of that too. Yeah. That skeleton, the the rib cage look dope that way. Yeah. So it's, it's shit like that. that, That's going through my mind right now where it's like, I love, I, I love the satisfaction of completing something. Hmm completing something creative and um i've been getting that so much especially with shit around the house that i'm 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 in it like hardcore right now fuck yeah dude so that's awesome uh, yeah i'm not i'm not seeing that as uh, something that's going away again anytime soon that's fucking dope dude that's a really like good energizing place to be Wanting to make art. Yeah. Wanting to make art and actually making art. Yeah. That is the struggle. I got to figure out what I want to do with uh, Homeboy's hands, too. <laughs> the uh, the first thing I did with them was uh, had the fingers just re- really long. And they were, like, attaching to the earth. And then I was like, oh, but what if the root system was detached and it was, like not in earth or not on earth and it was like he's floating above it and then it was like well maybe then the fingers are like still tying him back to the ground and holding him in and then i was like well what if he's casting a spell because he's a lich and that's what they do and he's like you know make kind of a movement out of it but what if his hands are still fucked up in some weird way where like the fingers are too long and it just looks really creepy that way like, you know, the goofy shit that's like, what's going to give the best effects of this? Those are good thoughts to have, though. Yeah. Or, like, I'm I'm picturing, I was thinking about doing the charcoal, and I feel like it would look really cool in charcoal. But also, it would, I want to do, like, a, a mostly monochrome kind of thing. But I'm also picturing, like, a, like a chakra or, like, a, like, an energy kind of, like, 
Nah, it, like something like coming, you know, like looks like it's like maybe coming from the tree or like coming yeah. from the ground and like that's reanimating him. But I want it to look like an ooze. It's like he's oozing with fucking, you know, mana or whatever. That could be cool. Um, so it's like, how do I, how do I make that happen with like, I want like a hyper color, like a, like a neonish color to like make that happen. And it just, it's not going to work with the, the charcoal medium. Neon. They have have colored charcoal, don't they? Uh, maybe not charcoal. It'd be like past like a. Yeah, something yeah. better than chalk pastel. Oh, There's got to be something better than pastels, right? I feel like that would be that wouldn't mesh too good with the um, the charcoal, though. No, um, if if I were in that position with charcoal, what's this? The white gouache, the white paint that you use for highlights. The oh, I don't uh, have any fucking idea. What, like, like gesso. It's a same idea, but it's like a fine art version of it in a tube for like detailing. It's a super opaque. I think it's called gouache. It's mm, a guac, I don't know that gouache. one. I've been using a gel pen. Been fucking around uh, with like a white gel pen on some yeah, shit. Yeah, imagine it being that where you can just like paint it over anything. It's like mm. almost like a pure white paint enamel that you do like uh, detail, highlight, whatever with. Okay. And you could probably paint that over charcoal to get like crisp whites and shit. It's the other one. The, the last time I fucked with charcoal was like elementary school, mm-hmm. and um, the 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 smudginess of it, mm-hmm. for a lack of a better term, the the amount of fucking mess that it makes, and it always looks like so fucking blurry and shit. I never had super good luck with it but like i said i haven't fucked with it in in nearly 20 years i i think the trick is to get so loose with it the the schizophrenic person we know did the most insane charcoal stuff because it it felt like a a hazy dream Mm -hmm. you can really do some wildness with it dude i i just cannot fucking wait to get tattooed i keep i keep going back to that in this conversation yeah you know um i know you're you're trying to keep some of that under wraps right uh i'm progress wise or just i just it's it's one of those things where it feels too hard to explain till it till till it's done yeah that's the only reason but um Dude, if I had, if I was rich, I and I had most of my body tattooed, or or compl- my canvas was complete, my my temple was spray painted up, right? Mm-hmm. I would get tattooed. I would save a three by six area of skin, and I would block it out, right? Mm-hmm. Almost, you know, like when you get allergy testing done. Yeah, yeah. And they say I'd, I would tattoo a square block, have everything covered but that square, right? And then every fucking week, I would go to get tattooed without any ink, and just pay someone to drag the needles across my skin <laughs> for like an hour. I've actually, I, I saw someone come to the shop I worked at that did that like regularly. And that was like their therapy type of thing. That's but, wild. I never yeah, thought of that. 
I my last session was so fucking good because it was just putting, uh, you know, like when you do a Leno print or shit like that, you have to print line up the the markings in the corners to line up the the prints and shit. Yeah, yeah. It was basically doing the outline real soft, but it was basically just to have it so it could line up with the next stages, right? Okay, yeah. So the the tattooing is meant to be like as light as possible. Just yeah. barely even there. Like if you never touched it again, it might be there for the rest of your life, but it would just look like a, a scribble of pencil, like how soft it is. Okay, yeah. So it's like the perfect amount of pain where your body still like protects itself and releases all the endorphins, but the pain is really low. And I, if like my tolerance for drugs was so, is so fucking high, I mean, it still is like I could do like half a gram of heroin and not feel that good. Like the, the pure like chemical shit so fucking good dude i would do that i would probably do that every day yeah the the just the nothing no ink just getting that like needle a, yeah that like a needle a, rush yeah like a low high intensity pain now how long do you think it would be before that would get stale uh when it's that low of a pain level i could go a couple hours for sure oh um, i mean like like the next day you'd have the same effect though. I think you could find ways to keep it pretty high. And I like, I definitely like with self mutilation stuff found ways to get that. It does start to fade though, like your tolerance for it. But when you ramp it up to higher levels, like no matter how easy of a spot uh, a tattoo is after an hour or whatever like it's still pretty much like you start to feel like you're maxing out you might yeah. be able to sit five more hours or whatever but you're it, it doesn't ever really get to a point where it's boring or, or too too low of a threshold yeah. but maybe maybe if you were every day indulging maybe you would really become like a cenobite <laughs> yeah i don't know um, I would love to find out though. <laughs> yeah, I I never I never got the self mutilation thing, not for lack of trying, um, and and even like trying in air quotes, um, I did um, like some some razor play with a girl once. Sure. And it was um, just That's not so different. Though. It was like I I got nothing from it, and it was like now I'm just bleeding. Well, and like so, I'm gonna get blood on my bed sheets. Something like I that. <laughs> that that's meant to heighten the experience of the other experience. You yeah. know what I mean? The focus yeah. isn't it. It's the like if you could use that as a way to like enhance the sexual experience or or whatever. Like that that's all good. I but. mean, I get that with like you know scratching and biting and choking and slapping and shit, but like. I don't know. Like, don't fucking cut me with a razor. <laughs> like, that's fucking. I don't know. And and like in that same thing, like I like I can't is depressed and you know having other things that I that I've dealt with. That's never been a thing that I was like 
oh, this will help. All right, here's the and thing, I, I get I get that like other people have different experiences with it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I just I'm saying for me, I can't relate. The difference is though, is regardless of like the things you're attracted to, or the aesthetics you enjoy, or the thoughts you find interesting, you mm-hmm. fundamentally are a very positive person. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you clearly have your own like darkness dark streaks and stuff but you're a very positive person like there's no way you could get like full consumed in dark shit you know yeah we're like the the closest the closest i got was the truman show shit sure yeah that was the closest to the dark place i i I think I, i i flew to but like even if you loved like some razor play shit with that particular person, there's no way you would start carving each other up like turkeys every week. You know, like it's just, it's just, it's not in your nature. You're too, too bright. You know, <laughs> I know what you meant by bright, but it's like, you're too smart for that. <laughs> this is what it sounded like. That's, that's half of it. Right? That's half of it. <laughs> uh, I can think of other ways to get, to get enough. get me there, <laughs> <laughs> I had a way I was gonna. Oh, I, all right. So don't let this. This is a jump. This isn't uh, any reflection on you. Okay. I was I was hearing, um, an entertainer I like and a very qualified mental health um, person speak about mental health issues, and they're you know focusing on depression stuff and traumatic experiences and like how you react kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, PTSD, all that shit. What was very interesting to me, right? Is both of these people, one of, one of the two had gone through terribly traumatic experiences, but their, their level of depression was like acute situational stuff. It was not biological or chronic. So they understood how bad their spectrum of emotions, feeling, mental state, they understood how bad it could be, but it wasn't who they are or a, par- a part of their identity or, or bio- biological makeup or just general foundation. It was the exception, right? Yeah. And then the other person didn't really go through it that seriously, but it had understood parts of it but she had also spent her entire career working with people on the extreme ends of that spectrum right yeah so when you think of those two people compared to most they have a pretty well-rounded idea of like mental health what's healthy what is not where where what depression feels like all those things right yeah and for two hours they talk about their experience with those things and how intense it is, how it changed, how those experiences changed, how they perceive other people experiencing those things. And they did it uh, very eloquently, very aptly, just like really well. And it felt like a really good conversation, right? The conversation ends. It's They come to some nice conclusions. And, and the... The feeling I'm left with is that 
you know, they they basically spent a bunch of time expressing how how much they understood what it felt like to be in that position and how they were fortunate for it not to be that way for them, but that they had done a lot of the work to figure it out, right? Yeah. And which yeah. there's I have no negative feeling about that, right? Like they I know they did do the work, whatever. But what what was so outstanding was like for as as well as they could explain how terrible those like different mental states were, it never I, I just felt like it never once occurred to them in in the that particular conversation that so many people are like that's a permanent state, right? We're like yeah, there's parts of us that can identify or empathize with with near everything but being trapped in something entirely indefinitely is such a such a different experience oh yeah i absolutely recognize how how fortunate i am that i don't have to deal with it on a regular very regular basis but but that's that's a very I didn't want this to reflect on you. I wanted no, to no, but I'm, but what I mean is like I I hear one hundred percent what you're saying though. Yeah, but- it's a very you know when when people are like, oh yeah, I I've been depressed. I know what that's like, and it's like okay, you have you you felt a form of it. Yeah, it's like what it's do you not got? the same. Yeah, people don't all get the same thing. Yeah. Even like between you and I, at like the strongest like the heights of our depression it's it's very different a sensation what what's so sensation in air quotes yeah what what's both good and bad about that though is is the people that fear i feel like the people that have that wide spectrum of emotion but they have felt both the dark and light end of it can more easily empathize right Mm -hmm. and it allows them to fluctuate in that spectrum to fit what is needed of them in that that time like whatever wavelength life is giving them at that time they can more easily adjust to it it's a more versatile experience and i think if you get excuse me if you get pinned which i feel like more of my experiences has tended to go. It means you can function really well, I for myself at least, in that wavelength, but you have so much less versatility out out in the other areas of the spectrum. It's, but it also it does allow you to relate, I think, to people on your part of the spectrum well. It's a uh, an expert versus a jack of all trades. Yeah, there's kind a, of a situation. Not exactly obviously, it. but it's a you know, like you said you you you're on home turf in the depression. Sure. Other people can can get there and and work within it, but that's you were born in it. You were born in the darkness. The Great Depression was my life. <laughs> <laughs> I I am the Great Depression. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but um, I don't know. I think 
we're all we're all meant to do we've been talking a lot about purpose stuff and i think i think the things that are calling us are things that have have to be done Mm -hmm. whether that's um god that's not that's a great way to justify like a lot of psycho behavior (laughs) like uh the voices are telling me to but like first like right now i i feel the need I feel the need not to care so much about what I'm making, which is always like the the like curse I put on myself. Like I ha- I have to be making things. That's where I get like any self worth out of. And right now I'm like not. I'm definitely not taking a full step back, but I have to like breathe a little bit, and I I want to feel uh, a painful release right now. And you're being called to to make things, and I think for for both good and bad reasons, because you're you're versatile on that spectrum, you I don't think you quite understand the intensity of that calling to to do what you want to do. Well, I feel like also the intensity that you feel for it is probably very different than mine. Not that it's any more or less intense, but it's in a different way. Where where we've we've talked about being like yeah. the different the different that kinds. That gave of- me a weird feeling when you said that. I felt like oh fuck, I projected a whole lot, didn't I? Yeah. So so like the we've we've talked about like the different kinds of artists that we are. Um, yeah. Those- where it's like the the have the need like you need to make things. Like I enjoy making things, and I get a lot of I do get release out of it. Um, but like I that translates very differently for me too, where I make food at work and it I, that satiates that need for me in smaller amounts. But I think I think I fully agree that is our baseline truth with that, but I, I'm sensing a, a, at least a small amount of us crossing over. The streams with that crossing streams yes <laughs> i feel like mate you're you're not working the same and you have more time and it's allowing you to want to fall back on doing more of it just for yourself yeah and i, I think i'm having less time and i i've started doing other things where it, it maybe is feeling like less of the intense need and i know i'm definitely mourning that to some extent too well i can i i can only imagine that like for for you to to suddenly like now that i was was actually just thinking about that earlier today on my way home was like wow this really this this is what steven must feel like this sucks where it was like i'm just all day long was thinking about making art and like, it's like I have to. Itch. I'm stuck at work, and what's what's worse was that like at least I'm at a place of work where I'm like, like I have. I what else am I going to do here besides work? I'm you're, the opposite. With you're that. you're at home. It's easier at home than it is going to do to build to build a swimming pool for some white trash piece of shit. Well, I mean, that, a, that's, an hour and that half really sucks country. anyways. But, I, oh my God, but, dude. But I feel like if you were like in an office doing the same work you're doing now, at least for harder. me, like if I'm at home, I, I told my bosses the other day, I was like, we had a snow day a couple weeks ago and 
I on my on my time card I put that like I worked from you know ten to four or, ten, or not even ten to four. I think I only put like ten to three or something because I I, I started at ten, but then that lasted for like an hour and a half, and then I went and did something, and then I got distracted for like an hour, and then I came back and like I f- finished for the day at like eight o'clock, but like I just I would go back and forth between doing that and other shit all day long. I just because I couldn't I couldn't just sit down and work for 6 hours. It's weird though because you you historically throughout your life you've worked a lot more hours, a lot l- longer of days than I ever have, right? I I I still have no problem like going to college online, working online if I'm off work or school or whatever like i i'll i will work out every day and i'll sit on i'll work 14 hours without like like if i'm working on art and it i work for like eight hours that day i might like get up to pee like yeah. maybe like I, i'm i would like i'll get so zoned in like I'll hear shit and piss my pants before I want to get up. Yeah, like, that's that's where that's where I do like when I'm drawing or something, I get that way. Yeah. When I'm doing like work from home, that's the it's thing. Hard. It's like that's it's the difference harder. for me. It's, it's yeah. like if it's, if I'm at home, I can't. I'm distracted. I'm, I get distracted by a little shit all over the place. If I'm in an office or I'm at like you know the restaurant or whatever, and I'm doing shit there, I'm hyper focused on that. Yeah. And like today in particular, like I was definitely, I was focused on my work, but it was monotonous work. So I had a lot of time to like free think. And it was just, I'm thinking about doing art. I'm thinking yeah. about what I want to do with this when I get home. Like I inked this when I got home today. Yeah. And like, uh, th- think how much, like that. But think how much more energy you had when you came home to draw that than you would on any other given day. Oh, yeah, absolutely boundless more yeah right? i definitely i definitely recognize that but what, what stuck with me was like i can't believe like i can't imagine what it's like for you to go from doing you know working on shit every single day like you like you were before and you know basically making you know you're making multiple pieces a week easy yeah not, not that it was easy but you know like that's easily yeah, yeah. you're reaching that number and um suddenly you know the responsibility of of the job is like fuck when do i it sucks but i I still even when i wasn't working i was still spending similar amounts of time Mm -hmm. so it, it 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 bothers me it bothers me deeply in like a fundamental way but i I've also just worked so many shittier ways for so much less and that there's like so much riding on me f- like making this work that it, it feels uh, it feels much more bearable. That's cool. But, That's good. You know, like it, it really it, it bothers me deeply, but not in the same way that like working at Amazon and mm-hmm. like driving to a fact like an hour to a factory and still not knowing if you're gonna like have food or like you definitely know you're not gonna have enough drugs to like not be sick so it's like 
and you're not going to make any art because you feel like shit. You're just going to think about it all the time and yeah. feel like ups like upset. So like this feels like I just have to listen. I can't stand silence. I just have to like use my mind constantly. So I'm coding medical charts and then I'm listening to 12 hours of podcasts. Yeah. And I, and I'm concentrated primarily on the podcast or video. Like the the work part is like secondary. And it still takes a lot of like processing power, but it's not like my primary. The, yeah. Like my hard drive is concentrated on the thinking stuff and then I work. See, I I, I if I'm at work, I can't do that. At least I, I, I shame myself for doing that. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, th- that's my own personal problem. It, it um, is, but I feel that way with certain jobs too. Yeah. Like if I was if I was doing manual labor stuff, I, I'm the same way. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's a huge part of it. And it also, like like I said, I like I've voiced before. I really enjoy, you know, the industry that I'm in. To a degree, of course, there's a, a point where it's like, okay, this is fucked and there's a lot of problems and shit that I just can't solve. But, you know, I'm within a place now where it's most of those – all of those problems that I've had that I have with the industry as a whole are like they're they're not there. This is definitely the, the healthiest work relationship I've ever had. Yeah. This is the only time I've ever felt like I have a really good work-life balance. But that's because I'm only working like 20 hours a week. That'll do it. Yeah. And it's like, I could be working, I'm used to working overtime. Like, if I'm not doing overtime, something's fucked. Mm-hmm. So, there is, but- I'm I'm overshaming myself on that. Um, or at least like feeling bad about it. Because I found... I've been like focusing that energy elsewhere. Um, to me, that's like the the best possible outcome. It is. I mean, I do wish I was working a little bit more hours, but that's like I said, that's kind of come really quickly in the summertime. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, I'll I'll be working at least forty hours a week if we if we do what we want to do, and that's getting the food truck out like five times a week, whether that's like. A couple different places in in one day, and then like even if it's still Wednesday through Sunday, that would fucking rip ass. <laughs> that I would love, be so great. I'll I'll speak slightly hyperbolically. Yeah. Right. Eat, all right. You're working twenty hours a week. Yeah. You somehow through all your past work, you manage to get a house. Right. Mm-hmm. You have your own place for the first time in your life. You have more time and energy. I hear the the tr- the the city whales a calling. Yep, Mister Choo Choo came by to <laughs> give us his opinion. You have more time and energy to do the things you want, and and you feel motivated. Yeah, and all your needs are met right now, right? Like the the other, difference between other 20- than financially. That's the and that's the difference. Also, is I'm looking at. Are you at a loss or are you still up? I'm I'm breaking even. Barely All right, right so now. Br- even breaking even. In theory, you probably want to be slightly up yeah. to save, right? Yeah. But if you're breaking even, anything above breaking even 
if you're happy doing what you're doing, that's greed. Right. No, I agree with that. Um, I want, but what I want is, and this is different too, because right now what I want financial support for is to fund me doing art shit rather than funding me, you know, buying shit for, you know, to wear or buying shit to, yeah, yeah, no, you know, I'm with yeah, goofy dumb shit that I've, you know, or even like, but that to, difference to is DoorDash more small. often kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but the difference in that amount of money is probably pretty small. Like, how much fucking money do you need for your art shit right now? I mean, for a computer. I'm, I'm yeah, looking. That, well, that, that's there's an asterisk on that one. Yeah. If you need a computer, you need a computer. That's a that's different. Yeah. I think it's I think it's fair to at least at this point to categorize the podcast as art shit. Yeah, sure, sure. If, you know. So if I uh, if I cop a quick uh, a quick dove down here, drive it up, and we get the bacon soda out, we gonna yeah. <laughs> we gonna get a laptop in a weekend or what? Yeah, fl- flip a couple bricks and, and, and yeah, I'm down. Couple couple pigeons and a goose, maybe. <laughs> a couple pigeons and a goose. <laughs> <laughs> Got to flip the goose to get the golden egg, man. <laughs> but I mean, you'll you'll get more hours than you want. Yeah. Soon enough. My my yeah. thing right now is I'm uh, I haven't I haven't filed my taxes yet, and um, be saved for it. Uh, no, not not as much as I know I'm gonna need. Yeah, that's gonna hit you a little yeah. harder. Than, so yeah. I'm working on catching up from. Um you know, uh, um, end of the year expenses on shit and then sudden, you know, sudden drop off in hours at work. And then now it's trying to rebuild my savings to a point where it's gonna, didn't you tell me that there's like, also there's a certain, I meant to ask you this earlier. There's like a certain amount you make as a contractor or as a contract, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, as, as a contractor, where for you, federal and state, yeah. So there's like a certain amount that you don't have to. Yes. How do you remember how much that was? Uh, for Cincinnati, it's something like eleven thousand dollars. Okay, I made more than that. <laughs> well, it depends on when you started for that job, but it's a because it's talking about your ten nine that ten ninety nine, I believe. Right, right, right. Yeah. You're over. Yeah. That's why you have to lie. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you get paid in cash. This is why you tax fraud. Yeah. Um. That's a tricky spot because you really can't do anything at the end. I mean, oh, you, yeah. have, you have to pay. Yeah. Sorry, you're it, gonna have to edit out a bunch of moving around. I just did in my chair there. <laughs> I'll double it up. <laughs> Just make it real loud. <laughs> well, it sounds like you mainly need to do a math problem to figure out what's the minimum you have to work to improve your situation over time. I, I have done that already. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Can you meet that? Well, goal what, what I need easily? to what I got to figure out is um, what I haven't put into the equation is. Um, the taxes that are being taken out of, um, you have to change that formula because it's 20%. Well, so also I, I'm not on contract anymore. 
I'm I'm uh, W two now. Oh, then who the fuck cares? You'll pay it on your back taxes. Well, right, 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 right. But like for a month to month situation, I've only gotten one paycheck so far on this uh, W two situation. Yeah. But so we'll I'm I'm trying to figure out the percentage that I'm Why? so I can get a better accurate reading. You don't have to pay your taxes this year. Just pay it next year. What? How do you mean? You don't have to pay every year. Yeah, you do. You can do... Uh, I, I may be a big dummy right now, but I'm pretty sure you can file a late file thing where you pay it on next year's with your incoming W-2s. Like, so you I, so I, I would still then have pay. to... F- but I would have to file it and set that up then, right? Uh, I think you're supposed to, but a lot of people don't pay taxes for years at a time. Doc- like, Dr. Stevens, CPA. I, that's like with biz- like businesses can wait years to pay tax. I'm pretty sure individuals, like, I think there's like, it might even be like three years before mandatory. I might be that so sounds, wrong. That this. sounds like tax fraud to me but i know what if, that sounds like. now, i know if you tell like a late filing like that there are there's there's something you can do if you talk i would definitely talk to an h&r block dummy or something but that's where i usually do i do mine online through them but i don't I, think I, you I have, have to talk to, to a file suit. i don't think you have to file with 1099 you might always have to with the W two, but I'm, the ten ninety nine. I'm pretty sure you can hold it for your your next year's. But it was it was last year's earnings, so I need to file it with last year's taxes. God, no one listened to me for tax advice. I'm pretty sure there's still a way to do it. Right. I, I might ta- not. I'll talk to a suit over at H and R. I might not know. I'll the talk path to an actual to CPA and yeah. find out. <laughs> Just don't pay it. They'll get it eventually. <laughs> They're actually cracking down. Just write uh, uh, a falsify an IOU from Jeff Bezos. <laughs> no, it's he, crazy. he said he's got my back. They they go after the smallest um, earners the hardest now for tax violations because it costs them more to go after the obvious, more expensive fraud cases. Even though if they spent, if they were willing to put that money up front, they would get it in dividends when they proved someone yeah. like a Trump committing tax fraud. Did you see Trump's family bank just said they can't trust Trump's financial statements, so they dumped him as a client? <laughs> Dude, and they've done his dirty work for 10 years, and they said this last year, they're not going to take, they let him go. Wow. And then they, they also found all these plumbing bills from the White House, because Trump kept flushing confidential documents and clogging the White House toilets. Get the fuck out of here. And then the feds had to raid Mar-a-Lago because he stole all these gifts from other foreign countries. And that's Americana history. Like, a president can't keep that shit. He stole, like, 30 boxes. And they had been... (laughs) The government had been requesting it from him. They kept giving him leeway. And the uh, FBI squad had to raid Mar-a-Lago to take all the gifts he stole. (laughs) And they found all these plumbing bills of all the time the White House toilet was clogged with documents being flushed. <laughs> dude, it's dude, it's so insane, dude. This is the shit. This is it's literally 
I don't know. They the the stealing shit. Like literally, he's looting shit on his way out. Yeah, hundred percent. Because that shit might be worth like a million. You know, each letter from wherever the fuck might be a million dollar thing ten years from now. Like that's the shit that's like the media always seems to try to push that on. Like you know minorities and like people in like low income areas. Sure, but like then you see motherfuckers like that doing it, and it's like. How broke are you, dog? Dude. How broke are you about to be? <laughs> he, he, he actually has a lot still, but they're, uh, he's at risk of losing everything. Cause, uh, all, all the scamming. There's there's a lot happening right now with the court cases and uh, asset. Lying about assets and shit. It's Damn, very dog, interesting. It, it really sucks when people hold you accountable for your actions. Yeah, pretty much, right? That's uh, That's a real shame. Yeah. Well, let's get let's get back to talking about beating <laughs> the feds, right? <laughs> uh, <I'm> <laughs> about not paying taxes. <laughs> oh god damn it. That's another great thing about art, especially if you're not selling it. Well, I guess only if you're not selling it. You ain't gotta pay taxes on shit. What do you mean? Cause you're making art and it's a fun thing to do for you. Why would you have to pay taxes? Um, if you're like you made art, if you're you making things taxes. and selling them, like a business, why would you ever make a paper trail of that? Well, that's also true. Unless you're like making a career, which is <laughs> that's no more, that's one. what I meant. But no one makes a career off art. Well, there's like two Etsy people. Would. There's like two Dare people. To disagree. There's two people. Dude, half those people. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's making NFTs now. Half those people on Etsy are and operating at a with loss. Bitcoin, so all, right. all those artists, over half the NFT artists aren't real people. It's like a handful of people that fake art. Like they hire one artist from India to make thirty different NFT lines. There's it. The scam rate's so fucking high. It's all scam shit. Scam city. My, and half those Etsy stores are operating at a loss. My, the husbands uh, are paying for the debt <laughs> of that shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> my my mom was actually just telling me someone that she, she follows or someone she talks to um, was talking about NFTs. And um, they, they, you know, she, she sent me a thing. She's like, what do you know about NFTs and all this? I'm like, do not fucking buy NFTs. Do not invest in NFTs. I, I was like, long story short, it's a it's a Robin Hoodish campaign to get people with too much money to spend it on nothing. But then also poor people are like, oh, this is what this is what's gonna make me rich, so they just go broke. It's the the technology itself is actually really fucking cool, and there's so many amazing potentials. It's just this type of thing draws in the type of people who scam. And it's an un- un- unregulated market that the feds are refusing to intervene with the manipulation of markets. It's it's so cool, but so bad. It's just because yeah. a handful of people can throw a market. Like a- every major sale up to and maybe even including Beeple's, I kind of doubt with his because he was actually just that popping. Like, 
any NFT line, they all internally bid and trade and f- clean dirty cash to raise the, to manipulate the value of stuff. It's really cool though. It just it's not being used in good ways, but I think it will. The thing is what I see happening, here's my real Oh shit, Steven's about to get real. The the feds are going to lock this down. What's going to happen is five they're start they just charged a rap of oh, this chick rapper with uh some crypto theft and NFT related theft shit, right? Mm. And it was for a couple billion dollars. So they've she right click basically. <laughs> now she she stole like actually stole. They washed money from someone who hacked a crypto mm, bank okay. basically. Uh, so she didn't steal it, but it, they were washing the money in her accounts. And you make all these fake NFT accounts to break up the money and trade it to yourself through the anonymous BitChain wallets. Now, the two big things that are happening right now is that people, because the blockchain is backed up so many places, yeah, what happens on the blockchain stays there. You can't undo all these past transact you'd have to undo every single transaction to get back to one bad transaction right so if i sell something to you i can't be like oh give me my money back we're gonna undo thousands of things that have happened all across the internet to fix a mistaken transaction right right? so that's where a lot of the scamming comes in the big problem is is child porn shit because if i if i embed if I want child porn to exist forever, I put it on that. If I want to get someone else in trouble, I embed it in a digital file, something they can't see or they don't know's there till after they buy it, then it's there forever. Or you can't undo that. So you could trick other people and implicate people in crimes. All this shit has already happened and it's become a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun and- world we live in. Yes, and then the other big thing is the feds are letting everyone trade all, on all these NFTs and market Bitcoin shit without paying the taxes right now, basically. They've got a couple people for certain egregious things, but there's going to be a day that comes where everyone that isn't like uber rich that was trading all this shit, they're going to get called in for those taxes. Right. And they are going to get hit so fucking hard. The Fed could cash out. So they're just letting the tab run right now. People are going to get fucked. And it's going to be really funny. We're going to see a lot of a lot of scammers all get popped in succession. We're going to see a lot of dumb people owe the Fed a lot of fucking money really quick. So... What I think the real future is going to be is the technology will find other ways. I think real art galleries like a Sotheby's or a Christie's, they will be the one that will benefit from their own internal blockchain systems to sell real art. Yeah, And it'll be like real official art is a real NFT. And you get the physical piece with it, but everything, that could be their way of changing uh art theft uh fake paintings and shit you know what i mean is that like towards the the end of the cds era when you buy the cd online like 
I there know the there's a couple QR code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get a you get a digital copy of the CD of like you bought it on Amazon. You get a digital copy like right away, so you can listen to that before the CD got there. Yeah, and, and it was like fuck. I don't, why do I need the piece of plastic at this point then? Christie's is already doing that. They've they've been selling certain things as NFTs already. So, it, but eventually it will become like the open NFT market becomes black market and banned and these companies either have their own shared or internal like nft systems for legitimate quote-unquote art so it'll be the the, fun the future of forging will eventually forging art will eventually be it'll require also forging the digital nft basically the the digital certificate of the real shit now also uh, that's how i see it going right it might take some time but or they just come up with their own blockchain systems but uh like banks want to use blockchain systems but the, the other banks want to use their own system and you know they're not gonna the, everybody's gonna want to have their own proprietary chain basically right. so it's hard but i could see for art the art world i could see it unifying in a nft blockchain thing wild shit it's just a uh it's it, cool capability exactly it's really cool capabilities it's just when you know that people aren't going to use it that way yeah. or they they, they 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 will use it that way but so many people will not that it will that's it causes the problem for people that do well he, this is why we can't have nice things yeah, but all right. Like, I hate how it's all scammy and shitty, and like the art doesn't matter at all, right? Right. But the thing is, is like, I don't have any reason to feel bad about some fucking loser getting their money taken for buying a JPEG. Like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get that. That that so, part's fine to me. If someone's someone wants yeah. to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a JPEG, that's that's like, great for them. them. Yeah, fuck those people. It's the where you're saying like you can in, get people incriminated for shit they didn't do. That's that's the part where it's like that fucks up a lot of shit. Yeah, and you there's all these you can embed like a smart contract that says like you know, you give someone, you put something in their wallet, their crypto shit and they open it and the smart contract triggers an event that they didn't agree to but by opening like there's all these weird things that it, it there's some really sketchy possibilities that are very interesting. Yeah, fucking. Uh, yeah, don't buy NFTs. No, buy shit from the artist directly. Like if you actually are interested in the art, right? I think arts arts a different medium. Like we're like CDs and shit, like or like music and whatever. Digital's totally fine. I get why people get like vinyl and stuff. That's fine. If you want to, you know, go down that route, that's totally cool. But like having music as a digital medium, that works totally fine. Having art, it's like, it's visual art is best represented as a physical medium. I don't inherently agree. I, 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 so I, I, I agree that there are, there are definitely instances where like digital you know digital artwork is is fine but like 
even when you have that, like, what, are you just going to have a monitor all the fucking the, time to run that? The, the problem, in my opinion, is just that it is a market. Like, I just think, like, if my favorite artist sells digital downloads, the equivalent of an NFT of their art, and I want it for my screensaver, my background, like, yeah. that's dope as fuck. Uh, if that was ca- like called an NFT, that's awesome. But the thing is, like the whole market attached to it with fluctuating um, evaluations of what something is worth is what is garbage, in my opinion. Yeah, I can see that. I um, I, but I, f- I feel like even with like, if if I could pay, you know, an, an artist I like for a you know high res image. That I could use as a, you know, I couldn't, maybe I couldn't use it for business purposes or whatever, you know, for anything commercial, anything I make money on, but like they'll give me the high res image so that I can use it for, like you said, even like a screensaver or a background or, you know, like I would still want to like print that shit. It's for me, it's for me to hang up in my, my home. Well, it depends on what you bought it for. I mean, I, it's like, I kind of feel that way, but I don't print shit either like it'd be like if um you know if i if i pay to to have an image of something even if it's a digital image i feel like i'm not using it for business it's something that i want and if maybe i want it you know on my you know desktop background for a while and it's like it's really cool there but i want a different image now on my desktop background and that's really easy to change but i still like this image a lot and i still want to look at it so I print it out and I hang it up somewhere. I mean, if you own the file, that's your prerogative. Right. Yeah. But the, what I'm saying is like, even if, even with buying a digital copy of an image, I would still rather, it's like, especially if I, especially if I spend yeah. money on it, I want a physical version of it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Because I, it's I don't art. disagree. I just, yeah, no, I get it. I, I, you know, I heard somebody recently, they were, so, uh, Tesla, Elon Musk had like a terrible financial week. They had like multiple satellites come down. They, it was like a third of last year's Teslas got recalled. I heard like, about that. Yeah. And it'll hurt him bad, but the, you know, it'll be fine. Um, it's still a young company, really. Yeah. But all these fucking like, you know, everyone was like on Elon's dick for so long and then everyone hated him so much. And now there's like this weird like divide around him. And what I don't what I don't quite get is all the people that are like, I I don't give a fuck about Elon at all. I don't, I don't one way or another. I hope in the monkey test with the chip, yeah, uh, that got put on halt or some shit because a bunch of the monkeys died. Cool and fun. Yeah, that's a real bummer. So like, stock value went down. Whatever. Um, but like people are like so happy he's like fucking up. I don't get that. Like, if you've seen that, like YouTube, yeah, I've Twitter definitely shit, seen that. I feel like they're like, what a fucking idiot! Like, well, look how much he's losing. Like, huh? And it's like, what sucks is like, don't you want these to be like possibilities? Like, right, who, exactly. Who cares if he's the one succeeding in it or not? Like. The the potential for growth as a as a global peoples 
is there with he's he's got some weird ways i think of going about it and i think we've talked about that before like some of his ideas are like steps ahead steps ahead of like issues that are we're currently facing but it's things that he's interested in and is like searching for in a solution to the thing is is one of his recent talks um interviews on camera in his factory and he's always kind of like been unethical to certain people and then he speaks the opposite of it but one of his most recent interviews really gave the impression that he is completely full of shit and just like politically he will say whatever to give across the interpretation of something that he likely doesn't believe and I, mean, I think I feel like that's a business person. Exactly. I just think yeah. more of him is being exposed in a way, and the people that like ate up his bullshit originally feel betrayed. Like well, they're that's, not. That's not his fault. That's not his fault by by doing that though. I mean, it's I, his I agree. Doing, he, but, it's not. Yeah. It's not his. I'm not trying. I'm. I'm not trying to defend the man, but what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah. you know, if someone got manipulated by somebody, for somebody NFTs, that's running a right. business and is trying to sell a thing, it's not right. like he's literally trying to sell a thing. That's what salespeople do, that is, is they tell you the things that you want to hear and make you believe that they are the person that you want them to be. That's why, like, why I feel the same way. Like, it feels absurd to hate NFTs, where it's like, it's a technology. Like, even if you hate the people selling shit, it's like, the people are buying it. Like, people suck. Like, yeah, yeah whatever. Exactly. Like, if people want to be scammed, they're going to want to get scammed. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like, we still want things to go forward. Yeah. Like, I, I, think I, don't, I don't. Like you said, there, there's so much potential of what it could, of what they could do and what they what could be. Yeah. It's it's like you said. It's the people that are spending thousands of dollars on fucking JPEGs of of a uh, color a, a color variant of an image. That's the thing. It's like not even like a super original piece of artwork. It's a color variant of multiple images and shit. It's like <laughs> this one has a hat. Yeah, this one's got a hat. <laughs> this one's got a blue shirt. This one's got a red shirt. So we're we gonna announce the start of our VTube career. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was looking at VTube cat avatars. <laughs> how how exactly does that? What like I I get the idea of VTube is virtual YouTuber, right? Sure, yeah. and that that's basically what it is. Yeah. So is it like it's AR mapping a 3D model made in Blender or a PNG <laughs> with layers? <laughs> it's it's a t- it's actually a tremendous amount of like processing power i feel like if we're if we go video that's probably a better way to do it i agree because who the fuck wants to look at us i don't ever want it to be full i don't care if people know who we are but i don't ever want it to be fully public because it changes people don't give a fuck about your words once they see you yeah too like not that they don't it it just changes perception so much yeah so i've leaned but i've thought about that too and with decent computers, it's very doable, but it's way more. I, for now at least, it's way more energy than it's worth. Although I also think it would be the smarter move to to have video with us being able to bring up art, have little 
dumbass cats talk. Yeah. But uh, a lot a lot of extra time and processing. And we're just cheap little bit miners. And <laughs> <laughs> just working on the blockchain. Yep. God I think damn. You got anything? Any, uh, any last words? Anything big? <laughs> no last words. Fucking shoot me now. <laughs> shoot me now. We, we got... We went a lot longer than I thought. I I definitely forgot we were talking in, for a into while, microphones. You know? Yeah, yeah, same. Well, oh, yeah. thanks again for listening, everybody. Yeah, you guys have been very cool lately. Greatly, greatly appreciated. This is a um, prime example of the reason we started the podcast, which was just we would call each other and talk for hours about dumb shit. Yeah, um, that 100%. either either we don't have control over or we. <laughs> don't or don't have our, a full grasp on <laughs> or our loved ones and families no longer wish to hear from us yeah <laughs> they don't want to hear us talk about this shit anymore yeah so now we're spreading it to everybody else <laughs> um so uh yeah thanks again for listening thanks for sharing the podcast with other people um that we really really appreciate that uh thank you to approaching human for the use of his music you can find his work on soundcloud at approaching human Thanks, John. Make sure to check out the show page at Trashcast Trashcast on Instagram for news and art from the show. Uh, check out the Facebook for the memes. If you're super bored, you can check out my trashy art on Instagram at Skyzix, S-K-Y-Z-I-C-X. Uh, maybe something new eventually. Hell and, yeah. And uh, that's it. Next week, art episode. We do have some ideas, but they may, may change it up on you. We'll see. I got, got a couple things, yeah. but we'll have fun. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be all for us today. Stay classy. Eat trashy. Go fast, eat trash. Mm-hmm.